Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 welcome to season watch with wendy scott where we observe the things coming on the earth through biblical binoculars because the bible is both timely and timeless with her master's degree in rhetoric and writing skills wendy is a part-time college professor but a full-time truth professor she believes the word of god is his perfect revelation including a young earth six-day creation as well as the global flood inundation and that israel is god's chosen nation faith alone in jesus is salvation the true church rapture comes pre-tribulation, followed by Christ's millennial domination and his eternal kingdom with earth's regeneration. Jesus is coming without hesitation. And now, here's Wendy with today's topic. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me again with Season Watch, and we're going to start with prayer. I just uh, thank you, Jesus, that you love us so much, that you call us friends, that you say that you tell us the things that are coming because we are your friends. And Lord, we just want to follow close to you. Please use us. Please show us the path of your righteousness and uh, help us to bring others to you. There's nothing more important. We we have so many things that we are concerned about, responsibilities, and Lord, Satan's always trying to distract. We just want to tell you now we trust you. We want to lay these fears at your feet. We trust you. You promise to turn all things to good. Help us to follow you in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, Lord, last, uh, Lord, <laughs> that's not y'all. That's uh, that's him. Uh, last week, I played several clips that reveal how quickly the globalist plans for world domination are locking into place. It's crazy. They really do want global domination, not just a crazy uh, movie here. This is this is the truth. We've seen so much evidence. There's just really no denying it anymore. It's people don't. People don't want to pay attention, but um, it's really happening, and we should listen to them because they have all the world's assets and powers and leadership. So uh, today we're going to talk about how this mounting evidence cannot be ignored by Bible-believing Christians, because if we're sleeping through the alarm clock, right, who will warn others of the coming tribulation? Um, Please go to my Season Watch page on KPRZ to hear the past episodes, and you can hear also on my Rumble channel uh, on Wendy's Words for Him radio, and you can listen to the past podcasts there also, whichever is easier for you. And you can also hear the audio clips from last week and catch up with us. So friends, fasten your truth belts as we discuss the two futures and the end times sifting. We're going through a sifting right now. The Bible talked about the sifting quite frequently. And we've been looking at how recent events are aligning with Jesus's prophecies in Luke 21 so that we will heed his warning to the church. Remember what he said starting in verse 28. Now when you see these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. But take heed to yourselves lest your hearts be weighed down with the cares of this life and that day come upon you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on those who dwell on the whole face of the earth. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. And that's our favorite uh, verse in Season Watch here. So 
Last week, I played several clips as we pointed out specific developments. One is the One World Religion was rolled out in November at the Climate Summit at Copt, Egypt. Remember, they came down with the Ten Climate Commandments from their traditional Mount Sinai. It's crazy stuff. And then uh, ChatGPT, we talked about that new AI program that was released in November. And it's showing that the globalist plans or idea that AI is going to take over uh, are really getting more feasible. And then we talked about how New York has beta tested a digital currency. They're getting ready to implement Biden's executive order 14067 to create a CBDC, which they plan to implement by May. So real digital currencies are coming. That's their plan. It's not a rumor. It's in an executive order. And then we also talked about uh, the World Economic Forum had their annual meeting in Davos in January, and they discussed at length their plans to take over the world, basically, and that includes they want to roll out a global vaccine passport and digital health system. They say, we need to be on this, right? We need to have all the nations on the same digital health system, and then that they anticipate that there will be a new vaccine needed within the next 100 days, right? So when they say they think they'll need it, that means that's what they're going to do and that they'll need uh, digital passports because of that, digital vaccine passports. And so um, they also uh, have a desire for more regional cooperation, just like the EU. Remember I laid out in uh, episode 11 of what was called Things to Come, All Eyes on Israel. I laid out the 10 regions they've already designated, and they're starting to uh, find ways to break down nationality across borders and to group regions uh, into those 10 regions, just like uh, are mentioned in Revelation, by the way, that there were 10 leaders that come to the Antichrist. Wow, it's uh, you can't make this stuff up. Well, you could, but they're really doing it. And uh, honestly, friends, they have too many plans for us to discuss here, but that's just a a quick snippet of it. And all of these fit uh, fit into their globalist plans to create a total control and surveillance system. I mean, they're quite open about it and that it's clearly initiating the beast system that we see set up in Revelation. Um, Remember, we talked a little bit about ChatGPT. It's in its infancy, right? So this is a, a general processing technology that can really write anything you assign it. And it's learning more and more. It's growing smarter every day. And in combination with other AI systems built on that, it spells a rapid expiration date on human value, according to these globalists. And they have plans very shortly to either enslave us or control us, distract us, or get rid of us as useless eaters, which is what Yuval Noah Harari calls us. So we know that they need a crisis to justify the final stages of their total control plans. And they will likely uh, need to actually create these uh, these conditions. So we've got the ongoing pandemic, like in China, it got very it's been very deadly in China. So they'll probably use some excuse from uh, the thousands and thousands uncontrollable amounts that have died in China that as an excuse to create a new vaccine. Um, something they want a new vaccine coming soon, and they want a vaccine and digital ID, digital passport. So they're going to have to create the the reasons for that, and then they're going to further undermine the economy through climate measures. They're doing crazy stuff. People say, oh, they don't know what they're doing. Yes, they do. It's on purpose. All right. They're 
raising fossil fuel costs. Would they double natural gas? Natural gas is cheap and it's abundant. I could probably stick a straw in the ground and get some out, but I don't know how to do it. And uh, they're going to—they're raising electricity costs. They're degrading our ability to buy oil. Um, they're also going to allow China to sweet talk OPEC into accepting the yuan over or along with the dollar. Saudi Arabia was already talking about this. Trust me, friends. If if OPEC starts accepting the yuan instead of the dollar or in addition to the dollar, the dollar is based on on oil. Per, uh, that's the, the global system. So you can expect the decline of the dollar very quickly. Um, and then they're continuing to print money. They're printing money for the out, most outrageous things. They're just making up things to send money to. Why? Because if you print money, you devalue fiat currency. Fiat currency is like printing it on your Print something off of your uh, off of your copier and try to use that as money. That's what they're doing. Um, that's why inflation is going through the roof. So, friends, be against all of these. If you can, call your congressman and say, "Why are we still uh, printing money? Why are we still voting for these huge, huge, unnecessary uh, expenses that they're passing?" So. Anyway, they've got many, many other purposeful moves they're using to destroy the economy uh, through, especially through energy. They've just taken all of our ability to uh, uh, to use energy away, and, and there's plenty of energy. So, and they're also going to use the coming convergence of crises uh, to introduce a global shift to technology, right? So this is one of their big goals is to get us into technology. They also believe that, you know, it's the fourth industrial revolution is coming and where there's going to be a combination where the digital and the biological identities are going to combine, right? They already say that there's surveillance under our skin, whatever that means. Nobody seems to ask. So um, they're going to use all these to shift us to digital technologies and uh, like CBDCs, like we said, and they They want to use basic universal income to keep us at home and under control. Digital passports, we've said all this, and AI to manage and take over human resources and responsibilities. So they won't need us. They'll keep us at home. You know, they're building these, quote, smart cities, which are completely surveillance driven. And they want to um, funnel everybody into, they've already said this, they want to funnel everybody into um, cities out of the urban so we're easier to control. And, uh, you know, they're crazy. But here's the point. Uh, these things are what they're trying to do, and they seem to have the power to do it, and we're just going along with it. The goal of these globalists is to tear down national sovereignty and to consolidate the world's leadership and assets into their control system. Additionally, we're seeing other prophetic signs. Um, look at the unprecedented cluster of earthquakes in Turkey and Syria with a terrible death toll over like 50,000 people. And it's absolutely terrible. And that was an unprecedented cluster as never before. We're seeing other extreme global and weather phenomena increasing. And then, of course, the ongoing wars, rumors of wars. We're seeing traditionally democratic governments becoming very authoritarian all over the place, right? Throughout Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, Brazil, and one after another, we're seeing these these global leaders that have been groomed by uh, by the World Economic Forum are rising to power and taking over and taking the reins, and we're losing our our freedom, especially in America, as we said before. So this um, there's also a sign uh, that we see in. Ezekiel, the Ezekiel coalition coming together uh, with Russia, Iran, and Turkey. And they're collaborating in many areas, including against Ukraine. Uh, Russia got Turkey to veto Sweden um, entering 
selling NATO. So they're collaborating in a lot of ways. And Iran, of course, is selling. (laughs) Ironically, Iran is helping Russia with Ukraine by giving them their really great technology for unmanned aerial vehicles. Do you want to know where they got that? Do you remember several years ago under the Obama administration, we clumsily allowed one of our UAVs to be shot down, surprisingly intact, in Iranian territory? Boom, they've got the technology. That's where they got it. You're like, how come Iran's giving them the technology? Why didn't Russia figure that out? That's why, because we kind of accidentally crashed one in Iran and it was practically intact. So there you go. But why are we looking at this Ezekiel coalition, Ezekiel 38 coalition? Because it's a clear sign of the last days. Um, and there's many things that indicate that the that Ezekiel 38 will be in the last days. They have, um, it says in Ezekiel 38 that the the prophecy is that Russia, Iran, Turkey, with additional support countries, will attack the mountains of Israel in the latter years, specifically. In the end of days, it says. So this has never happened before. This prophecy has never occurred. Um, moreover, the details specified that it will be an attack on land, primarily in the mountains of Israel, which were traditionally in the northeast corridor, just east of Mount Hermon, in that corridor, including the Golan Heights. And this primarily borders with Syria. And so we know Syria is in the hands of right, of Russia and Turkey and Iran. So um, this also is the area where the Yom Kippur War was in 73. That was the last serious threat to invade Israel about 50 years ago. Um, and But it was not this coalition, totally different. So why are we interested? Because this battle is clearly not the War of Armageddon, and yet it hasn't happened yet. On the prophetic clock, it claims to be at the end, the latter days. And Armageddon, we know, takes place by the Valley of Megiddo, which is on the west coast, so it's completely different. And Ezekiel 38 is in the mountains of Israel. And so there are certain details that suggest this war, this Ezekiel 38 war, could be before the rapture or immediately after, and that there's good reason to believe that the supernatural events that end this war, because God's going to wipe them out. He wipes out with hail, brimstone, earthquakes, infighting, and crazy stuff, and so that the world will know, right? And that the these final events of this Ezekiel war likely triggers the Antichrist to emerge and to offer a covenant of peace, which was described in Daniel, which will allow Israel to build their new temple. So imagine we've got this terrible war, this coalition attacks Israel, people are sick of war, God stops the war, who knows what they'll say about that, and then you can imagine that um, this is the opportunity for the Antichrist to arise and say, let's, we need peace and to restructure everything along the lines of peace. And that affords that we know that the temple is going to be built. We know the Antichrist will sign um, an agreement, a covenant of peace for seven years. And that essentially starts the tribulation. So you got to figure if we're raptured anywhere in that time and this crazy war starts, um, by the way, what's going on with UFOs? You know, you notice that the government is setting, well, it's not the government. We got to remember who it is. Satan is setting up a narrative. So when we're raptured, they'll they'll say it's aliens. Why do you think they're talking about aliens so much right now? Um, because uh, Satan's trying to set up 
some kind of plausible narrative for where we all went without it being God. So just chew on that a little bit. Um, but so we know that the Ezekiel 38 war is not the Armageddon war. We also know that it's got a detail in there, which is very interesting, that um, starting between verses 9 and 15 in Ezekiel 39, that it will take seven years to destroy the weapons left from the invasion. That's how huge a group of people come in and invade. And that um, that seven years is a clear detail to us. It can't happen in the middle of the tribulation, because how are you going to count seven years? When Jesus comes back, he sets up his millennial reign, right? Could it be at the very, very beginning? Yes, it could be. Um, But you got to figure once Jesus comes, they're not going to still be picking up after the old war. I mean, Armageddon's going to be a lot worse. So there's an indication that this will happen just before the rapture or or just before the tribulation. It is actually a trigger for the last conditions of the, um, the covenant that the Antichrist will rise and and sign with Israel and promise of peace. And so these are things we're looking at. So, so this coalition is very striking as they come together, and it's important to keep an eye on these things. And we got to realize that Jesus gave detailed prophecies, the Bible, and Jesus gave detailed prophecies for us, right? Uh, the uh, So that in the days before his return, um, that we will know what's going on, as well as what will come after we're raptured, because there are two futures up ahead. And he wanted us to know what was coming and warn others about the coming tribulation. The fork in the road is just around the corner and we need to wake up and warn people to get on the right path before it's too late. And right now we're watching a sifting. The Bible talks about shaking things that can be shaken to reveal those things that will remain, right? Only the things of God will remain. And while these astonishing events should wake up, wake us up to the prophetic clock, most people are not considering these things as warnings at all. Most people want to be told how they can just return to normal life and that there's a new normal and everything's okay. And they want to ignore that this seismic shift has already destroyed the foundation of our whole democratic society here and around the world. And God uh, is using this shaking to separate the wheat from the chaff. We've heard about that before. And that this process is revealing those who are alert and ready to hear his voice versus those who want to go along with the crowd and make the best of it. Those who are willing to adjust to an ever darkening culture in the name of social progress, right? It's a lot easier not to change. It's a lot easier to just keep going, to keep your head down. Hey, nobody wants to be the person who is an alarmist, right? Um, and that like makes a fool out of himself, but I'm willing. I'm okay with that. And uh, so we pointed out what the Bible says about his true followers. The true followers of Jesus are going to stand out in the world. We see in John 15, 18, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. And then Matthew 7, 13 reminds us again, enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many 
on that because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. So there's many, many voices saying, no big deal. We could turn this around. This is just the process of things. All things continuous from the beginning. Why did Jesus give us so many details to look for if we were just going to ignore them? And then we've got Isaiah 59, 14, the conditions of the world. This is what does not please God. Justice is turned back and righteousness stands afar off. For truth is fallen in the street and equity cannot enter. Have you noticed that? Haven't you noticed? Do you have any idea? You do not have constitutional rights anymore if no one wants to give them to you. So truth fails, and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. Have you noticed that? It's like whack-a-mole. If you speak up, they're after you. They cancel you, or they come and get you. They're still arresting January 6th people. They're coming and getting them. Just, oh, we found you. We found you. Your your location services revealed you were there that day. We're going to arrest you. And uh, dragnet, just like unbelievable. Um, then the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no justice. That's today, friends. You need to see that. You need to wake up. because Just because it hasn't hit you yet doesn't mean it's not happening all around you. And remember that the last faithful church of Philadelphia, which we talked about past episodes, that church is weak. It's weak, but it perseveres. It keeps his word and not de- and does not deny his name. That's what we're called to do. The sifting is so evident that those uh, to those whose eyes are open, we see now how the spiritual coup of America that we talked about in 2020 has handed over the world to the powers of darkness, and their cultural influence is hypnotically pervading everything we see. And we're just letting it. We're just letting it. We don't even know where to start, most of us. Uh, the old lines of good guys and bad guys have been blurred, and now we have... Four main groups of people. We've got those on the inner circle in allegiance to Satan. Maybe they're even candidates for the Antichrist. And then those who have coerced or enti- are coerced or enticed to participate in carrying out the plan or turning a blind eye through money or power or threats, you know, so we've got people playing along, they're carrying it out, they're happy to receive whatever rewards there are. And then there's those who are the unquestioning public, and then they're duped and dumbed by media into the prevailing narrative and accepting it. And then the fourth group, the narrow few, mostly believers who are walking up, uh, waking up to the evidence all around them. And so here's a last reminder of uh, who's running the show right now. Uh, here's some recent developments that we may have talked about in the past on the satanic front. First of all, y'all re- heard about the Grammys, how the Grammys celebrated Satan in a creepy ceremony capped by the performance of the award-winning song Unholy by the first transgender artist. If that's not a revelation, And that blatantly depicted worship of Satan and satanic rituals. It's not a joke. It was pretty severe. And then we also have satanic abortion clinic about to open in New Mexico. And they're going to offer, get this, quote, religious abortions. Oh, that that should tell you a lot. It's called Samuel Alito's Mom's Satanic Abortion Clinic. That's what it's called. And why they name it after Samuel Alito? Because he he was the primary. Um, he wrote the the yes. Uh, he was the justice that helped overturn Roe versus Wade. Um, and we also know uh, that child 
pedophilia revelations such as Pizzagate and then John Podesta's creepy child torture art that's out there, uh, Balenciaga's child bondage and pedophilia promotion, and the weird Jamie Lee Curtis uh, art that she had with a child stuffed in a box that looks like it's half dead. And now we've got um, state and local governments across the nation are releasing convicted child rapists, softening the laws against a host of sex crimes against children and groups uh, rename them as MAP, Minor Attracted Persons, just to normalize raping children. There's no, children are not participating. They're being raped, all right? And of course, we know child trafficking is through the roof, especially because the borders are open. What do you think's happening down there? There's tons of evidence uh, that that's exactly what is happening at a high, terrible scale. You got to care about kids. We can't turn a blind eye to this. And then now the states are, um, uh, like California passing laws that not only permit abortion up until birth, but forbid investigating the death of newborns up to 28 days or longer, right? So a lot of, a lot of states are climbing on board. This. They're just killing kids that are fully developed. And then, of course, medical transitioning of kids. This is getting out of control. People are afraid to say anything, right? And then the explosion of uh, worship rituals, satanic natu- uh, satanic rituals and rituals celebrating gods of nature and Baal and Baphomets and Molech, whatever you want to call it. This is like getting out of control. There's so many of them. And now, of course, the FDA wants to permit the abortion bill to be mailed to you. Um, and they're looking at just uh, so many crazy things. And we, of course, discussed how there was a spiritual coup in 2020 when the 117th Congress uh, dedicated the Congress to the one true creator God known by many names, Brahma. And so that's where we are right now, that once Satan took charge of America and America didn't blink, the rest was to follow. So remember the ultimate puppet master is Satan and he's been trying to take dominion of the world, but Jesus defeated Satan. He just thinks that uh, he still has a second chance. And so we remember that um, that that Satan would not have taken out Jesus if he'd have known. It says First Corinthians, we speak of wisdom of God in a mystery and hidden wisdom, which God ordained from the ages for our glory, which none of the princes of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. And then he promises that um, you being dead in your trespasses and uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you of your trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting requirements that is against us, was which was contrary to us, and he has taken out of the way, having nailed it to his cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, Jesus made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. And so we know that Jesus has triumphed over Satan and that he will triumph and that he will bring in his millennial kingdom. But before then, we must observe there are two futures right around the corner, and we have to warn others of what those two futures mean. There's the future of those who are going to be raptured soon and the future of those who will be trapped here and will have to endure the tribulation And all the signs are clear. And if we're not the ones speaking up, who's going to speak up? And so, friends, I just pray that you tell others that you don't be afraid. You pray for opportunities and, and be a loving witness so that people have a chance to see it. And uh, next time we're going to talk about how the difference between Matthew and Luke reveal these two futures. So I'll see you next time and God bless you all. 
Join Wendy Scott every Saturday at 3 p.m. on K-Praise for another episode of Season Watch. Previous episodes can be found through the K-Praise podcast platform, where you can also access Wendy's other platforms and contact links. Please email Wendy with show comments, questions, or suggestions at wscott at mywordsforhim.com or visit her website at mywordsforhim.com for additional resources. Watch other teachings on her Rumble channel. Wendy's Words for Him, her fiction novel, The Lost, A Story of Christmas, can be found on Amazon. Until next week, watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man.